Hey ladies, and welcome back to Mastering Dating, the podcast with Cara Cole. For one, I am just so excited to be recording another episode, but let's talk about the fact that I'm speaking into a new mic this morning. Thank you, husband. I love you so much. The way he pours into me, y'all, you know. Uh, anywho, I hope you all enjoyed Red Flags. Um, we had so much fun discussing that topic just because we've all experienced our share of red flags, whether we exhibited that or received it from the um, potential spouse. Today, we're talking about bare minimums, and bare minimums are absolutely tied into red flags. So do whatever you need to do to get prepared, relax, focus, whatever it is. I want you to relate to this, and I want you to be able to spot these traits, quickly correct it, or cut it off, accept or deny. Let's get into it. The definition of bare minimum, as low as possible, putting in minimum effort or investment into the relationship to their partner while expecting you to do everything for them. In most cases, they are only looking to use you for good intentions to get the maximum benefits out of you. Their only effort is to keep you around, not to match equal input. May act like a roommate instead of a partner, don't engage in romance. And when we talk about romance, we are not talking about sex. We talking about romance. Does this person still date you, especially if you are in a relationship, especially a long-term relationship or a serious relationship where you both have established what it is that you want? Um, and dating, period, as in, are you being courted? Are you being treated well? That could be small, to small tokens, excuse me, or, or letters or cards or little gifts. And I do want to um, point out some things when we talk about love bombing, because I saw a few posts um, earlier this week that a young lady received a spa package after um, having a date with a guy. And she felt like that was too much. That was love bombing. Now, of course, everybody's entitled to their own opinions um, because how they perceive or receive things is not my business. But I will say that sometimes we have to um, stop looking for the bad in, in moments. Love bombing is going beyond and telling you or giving you a false sense of hope of what you could be when this man has already in his head that that's not what he's interested in. Love bombing is doing a lot in the beginning and not being consistent. Love bombing is not treating someone well or gifting someone. I want us to also accept good from people. I think so many times we think the worst will come out as an outcome from seeing someone, dating someone, um, trying to build a relationship with someone. We prepare ourselves for the worst, that when good things happen, you're questioning why they're happening. So a man treating you to a spa package after a date is normal. Accept that type of luxury. You don't owe anyone anything if that's where you're leading with that sentiment as far as being concerned about why he got you the spa package or purchased you the spa package or gifted you the spa package. But I want us to move in a sense of deserving, right? Discernment, yes, but deserving. And I say that because yes, you deserve nice things. Maybe it's because you haven't had them for so long while you're questioning it. But I need us to get past that. So when we talk about things like that, pay attention to consistent consistency, not so much a questioning why someone did it, if that makes sense. Okay, so, <clears throat> 
when we talk about romance, we're talking about showing affection in that way. We're talking about holding hands or rubbing back or foot massages or having dinner or candlelight something, going over and beyond in some type of way, buying flowers, okay? Things that are very sweet and romantic. When we talk about romance, a lot of people just stick to the sexual end of romance. No, I'm talking about just doing things to treat each other well. Is that person doing that for you? Are you doing that and not and it not being reciprocated? So pay attention to moments like that as well. Now, this is one of the big things. When they make you feel dramatic, when you ask for more of them. So I know a lot of people probably have had the feeling of, am I doing too much? And you asking your head or you're saying, what 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 am I doing wrong? Um, I couldn't even get that out just now. But in a lot of ways, you're not asking for anything more than what you want okay and what you want is not too much I want us to get away from that idea what you want is not too much for the right person let me say that again what you want is not too much for the right person and I say that because whether someone in front of you that person that you're seeing at that given moment whether they are giving you what you want or not doesn't change the fact that you want it. So if that person is not giving it to you, get it from somewhere else. It is really that simple. Some people are around because of the convenience and you may be the convenience for whatever you're providing for them. Stop that. Women provide a lot of comfort. We look at it and men do too, as far as you know what they provide financially comfort. We provide comfort as in just being someone to talk to, um, being an emotional um, environment you can feel vulnerable with, um, supporting you or showing up for you. A call can be given and you're answering it or trying to solve a problem or an issue. Having someone on your team means a lot if you are the right person. But if you are doing everything you can for someone and you feel like when you ask something of them and they can't show up the same way, it's not that you're asking a lot. It's, it's that that person is not willing to give you what you're asking for. And when you realize that that person in front of you is not willing to give you what you're asking for, I need you to then do something about it. And when you do something about it, don't go back on it. A lot of people are being called out on their bluff. Stop telling men, if you do this, then the third, I'm out of here. You haven't left yet and you did it four times. Let's not do that. Just like you talk about broken promises, it's the same thing. I've realized that you're not going to do this. I might as well keep doing it. Stand by what your expectations, your standards are. Stand by them. We talk about these standards that we have until it's time to use them. Stand by your standards. And yes, it may be even too much for your friends. If you have the book, The Little Black Book for Mastering the Art of Dating, yes, plug. But if you have the book, then you know in the beginning chapters when I talk about red flags and bare minimums, I talk about the fact that you may be sharing your vision or your standards or your expectations or things that may have arise in a relationship that you are trying to build or already in. You may be sharing those things with friends and your friends cannot relate because they're wondering why you're tripping. They're wondering what the problem is. They're telling you that it's okay because their man does this, that, and the third. Or you heard that Tasha's man does this, this, that. Okay, look, 
No one cares. Okay? No one cares. What's the what's the gif? No one cares. Get it up out of here. And that's no shade to homegirl. None at all. It's just that what my expectations are are not a reflection of you. Yours should not be a reflection of your friends. Because they are willing to accept certain things does not mean you are willing to accept that. And you should not fold or change anything that you require out of people, especially when you show up as your whole genuine self, because of what someone else is willing to accept. That has nothing to do with you. That's why we can't put these ideals on relationships that may be a facade because you don't know what's actually going on. So pay attention to what you not only put in the atmosphere, but accept in real life because we could talk about all the things that we want. We could talk about all the ways that we will handle people or all the standards that we have until it's time to do so. Because as soon as you're put in front of that moment or in that moment to say, I need to make a decision, you stop making the decision. Okay, so let's get into bare minimums when we talk about the fact that when you argue with your spouse, with the person that you're dating or the person that you're in a relationship with, and you tell them all the ways in which they could improve, um, you don't do this enough, and you haven't done this in so long, and we haven't been out, and all the ways, right? It could go on and on and on. And then all of a sudden, that person starts to do it. You did not just check them. Yes, communication is very much so key. Right? We want to talk about things. If we're not happy with them, we want to have an open line of communication to make sure we can get to the root of the problem if both of you are working on solutions to figure out how to overcome it, right? And thrive in your relationship or end it because healthy ones do that too. Um, but I'm I say all of all of that to say that men know exactly what it is that they want to do. So if someone that you met and y'all kick it every so often, so much so you've probably been to his house or he's been to yours. Things may have gone further, but nothing is consistent or they don't call you enough or take you out enough or you can re- you can see or notice or identify that this is not probably moving forward, but you're still, for whatever reason, holding on to it. And then all of a sudden you snap and then he takes you out to eat. Yeah, he did that just to fulfill a need in that moment not because he's going to now be consistent I just want us to be realistic so those bare minimums stop begging people for it that's the bottom line stop begging people for the bare minimum why I want you to learn how to accept the reality that's in front of you not the potential not the idea that you have of of someone so you want them to be this or play this role in your life I want you to accept the person that's standing right in front of you if this person is not taking you out on dates Yeah, stop saying you're dating them. Stop saying you're dating them. You are not. You may be speaking to someone, but you're not dating anybody, so it honestly shouldn't even be mentioned, not specifically anyway. And then I do also want you to remember that not everyone is meant to stay. You are truly meant to learn 
from people in order to retain certain things, push back certain things, and then move forward. That's literally the cycle of life. Like we are learning constantly. And with every experience, we probably change something or determine a next choice, right? Understand that not everybody's supposed to be there with you for the ride of anything. Not everybody. Certain people are with you for a season when it comes to especially seeing or dating. When you realize that this person is no longer serving you in a relationship that is positive or thriving or healthy, it's okay to let that go. Don't try to save face for other people. That's not what this is. Bare minimum is the least of what you should be accepting. And I don't even want you to just accept that. That's so low for you to have set as expectations. And I know that everyone's expectations look different, but I mean, bare minimums should be a given. Let's also talk about grief though, because I don't want you to get away from the idea that because it didn't work out, that you're supposed to just be over it. I know that that's not a real thing. I know that your feelings are hurt. I know that it probably took you a long time to, to get past, to get over, to say out loud that this is no longer working out. I know that you probably held on to it for as long as you could, and it didn't get better. You are not the only one, and I'm not saying that to negate anything. I'm saying that to say, it's too many of us that experience that. Because why are we holding on to a person that has clearly let go? Why are we trying? to get someone to see or understand where we're coming from. You don't have to force it. Let me tell you something about that person. He'll realize it. And when he does, you'll be in a whole different state of mind. So it is okay to grieve the loss of having a relationship with someone. That is so normal, especially because you've probably been around this person for so long um, your habits, your practices, as far as in the mornings, who's calling who or who's seeing who, especially if you live together. I'm sure that has to be a different type of detachment situation that you have to get through and over. And if you have kids, even more of a push and pull because you have to still coexist in spaces together in moments. And how cringing or ugly is it to look at somebody and realize that love is fading it is okay to grieve that but don't sit in it sis do not sit in it because you're in this moment for a reason so while you're thinking about all the good things that you miss about this person figure out why you're where you are right now what didn't that person do and that's why you chose you why did he mistreat you and that's why you chose you why didn't he respect you? And that's why you chose you. Yeah, see, oftentimes when we think about when things don't work out and we separate from people or break up relationships, we often visualize the positive and the happy moments and the good times, but rarely do you think about those arguments where it went too far or some of the things that were said that you still think about in the back of your head or the fact that you were embarrassed by this man. We don't think about those moments. We think about all the good stuff. So every time you think about a, a good moment, I'm going to need you to throw in some trash along the way. 
because you wouldn't be here in this moment grieving the loss of that person if you didn't have to choose you. Or he was selfish enough to choose him and save you, not even realizing it. And when I say selfish enough to choose him, I say that coming from a place of he didn't do right in the relationship and made bad choices and then walked away from it. Please don't don't twist my words. I just want y'all to know that everybody has a right to choose when to stay and when to leave a relationship. I put that on both ends because chicks are crazy, but men are too. But I just want us to understand that sometimes it's us, but a lot of times we're holding on to things that we knew a long time ago were done and over with. And then we wasted even more of our time. And let's talk about the mental health. I want you to value your mental health before anybody else's. We're so quick to try to save everybody, but I'm by ourselves. You are waiting on you and you looking to save everyone else. Relax. Because when that mental is messed with, your spiritual and your physical is too. We know what stress does to the body. So pay attention to how you allow people to treat you, especially those bare minimums, because it's in return, you treating yourself away because you're accepting it. So when we talk about making those boundaries, building those boundaries for everyone, let's remember that for everyone, that's we, ha- we have to have healthy boundaries. Sometimes our loved ones, they will overstep, overstep, excuse me. Put yourself first. Don't be surprised when someone does exactly what you tell them to because you gave them the blueprint. Take people for who they are, not the potential that they look like they may have. When people are honest with you, believe them the first time. People can talk a good game, no action behind it. And even more, people can give you action but tell you what they don't want. Listen. So, in setting these bare minimums to the bottom of the lowest of the ground possible, Realize that that's not a goal that is automatic. If someone is not meeting you at that point, and not meeting you because hopefully you're not there, right? But if someone is not at bare minimums, I don't even know what the conversation is about. And if you want to talk about some bare minimums of what that looks like, like I said, consistency, dating, being a good person is a bare minimum. Showing respect is a bare minimum. My bare minimums may look different than you because I I enjoyed being courted by my husband. Sweet letters, flowers, randomly. He knew I liked journals and, and planners, so I would always have some placed in random places at home. Sweet nothings, gifts, if that's, your, if that's what you like, I mean, the person in front of you is trying to get to know you. Stop trying to adjust 
to meet people where they are. Be who you are and allow people to adjust to you. So a lot of people jumped into the DMs asking exactly what are specific things that they could set as bare minimums because we need a clarity. And you know what? That's okay too. I usually say bare minimums are things that are already just automatic, but we wanna hear specifics, so let's do it. So if you're dating someone, are you dating or meeting up with them at least once a week? That is a bare minimum. If you're seeing someone, how often are they taking you out? And if it's not a lot, do you both understand where you stand with each other? Is it light? Is it not heavy? Is it free flowing? If it's just in this moment, this is what we do when we come in town. What does this look like? And if that's okay for the both of you, that's okay. Because no, we're not putting expectations on things and people if they don't see it for themselves. Another bare minimum would be speaking on the phone consistently or making sure that you are in some type of communication because we know that distance or time or availability is a real thing. And then how often would you like to talk to this person? Um, talking to someone once a week is not really dating. I mean, it sounds like a check-in, but it's not, it's not dating. That is a bare minimum. How often would you like to actually communicate? Another thing, buying or creating sweet nothings. Uh, yes, it is okay to say that you want someone to shop for you or gift you with things. That is absolutely okay. Stop changing your expectations because someone felt uncomfortable about it. Okay, what you want is what you want. Picking up the tab because absolutely that is a real thing. Are you going out and really splitting the tab with people? Is that something that you put as far as just to be expected? I honestly never thought about picking up the tab going out to eat. Now, have those moments occurred where I just decided to say, yes, I'm going to pay for dinner for us tonight. Absolutely. Um, but dating someone, allow him to court you. Opening doors. Do you allow men to take care of you in that way? Are they doing the bare minimum of opening the doors, being respectful, um, showing chivalry? Is that something that you even want? And yes, it's still occurring. So for whoever told you it's not happening, it absolutely is. I don't know where y'all got that from, but men are still doing that. Being punctual. Now this is something that really hits hard for home for me. I said hit hard for me. Hits home for me. And I say that because anytime going out on a date, uh, I would hope that you want someone to be on time. I hope that you're not sitting there waiting for forever. I hope that it's an actual scheduled dinner date with reservations. I mean, there will be times that you just make, you know, pop-ups at a restaurant without any reservations, but let's talk about not wasting our time. So are they punctual? And then being inquisitive as far as whatever you have going on. Um, because I'm sure you are asking all the questions like, what are you, how was work? What are you up to this weekend? Blah, blah, blah. Is that person doing the same thing to you in return? Pay attention. So we know that bare minimum, some traits you don't even think twice about, but you will be surprised at how many women cannot relate. So if you are a woman who cannot relate, I need you to change that. <laughs>